0: so as uh thinking figures as one of the most uh productive experiences or compulsive creative experiences we have uh, it's uh when it it just flies out of control it's extremely uh, uh impressive capacity, the ability to conceive, organize, imagine, plan, very impressive. That's why we have such power over other creatures, the ability to think. But as we know, it's, it's a, it's a, it easily becomes a, a demon and takes over the heart and just drags it around. Mm. And We need to train thought, tame thought, so we can use it carefully for inquiry and investigation. Then it gives rise to insight. The tamed thinking mind is a liberator. Mm. Panya, the tamed heart, is samadhi settled, stabilised, tamed mind is the insight liberator to work together. Let's put time into taming, training our thoughts. Hmm. Sometimes when you place the topic, what is there to think about, there's a strange silence. Normally thinking occurs through a certain um, driven quality. Something takes over when you say, okay, now think. Your attitude is fully attentive. What do I think about? Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? And as soon as you release that full attention to the thinking process, thinking sort of starts up. Something stimulates it. Thinking is not independent, it is stimulated by. Undercurrents, uncertainties, inadequacies, loneliness, search for stimulation, wishing for security, unresolved emotions, human stuff. So we don't need to resolve thinking. We need to resolve why we think, what causes it. Thinking is so productive that sometimes it could be such a dense weave, and so moving so fast, we don't really even get a, much of a glimpse or full recognition of the undercurrents that are propelling it. Sometimes it's just ah, oh, it just just wondering about this, just wondering, just gradually imagining this or the other seems quite casual. There's a certain stirred search for stimulation or entertainment, escape, dreaminess. Or of course the heart's unresolved emotions well up and one starts thinking he did this, she didn't do that and oh no why did I make that and what am I going to do about that and so forth. So the thinking is conjured up to add a narrative, a person, a personality and a whole scenario to what is actually just the welling up of emotion in the here and now it wells up and then thought energy picks it up and makes it into her and him and three years ago and i should be and i never was and what did they ever say and suddenly oof, becomes a virtual reality spun out and all those elements we look at it and, oh yeah we do some more thinking and then we try to stop thinking think how can we resolve this so we're still in the domain of the charged up thinking mind assuming somehow the thinking mind will get to the end of the thinking mind no that's not going to happen is it we're not going to find an answer through thinking but we can grab take the thinking mind and say what's going on what are you feeling or what's being felt? If you don't want to take it personally. Mm. What's being felt? What's getting between me and happiness? Pressure, instability. How is that in your body? How does that feel? How is that affecting you overall? Feel contracted. Feel burdened. Feel, you know. Woozy feel, crushed. You know, these are perceptions, and so then getting closer to the emotional turmoil or stirrings. Our question, or our topic of thought, is well: How can you be with that? Or where is the stability to open to that, to address that, to relate to that. And when you ask, you drop the question, you're not going to find an answer in a word, but it may be that encourages, because when you open the emotional field, you're also stimulating or revealing the chitta. The citta has its problems, but it also has a fundamental intelligence, so if you Directly address the problem, you're also stimulating the kind of intelligence that can cure it. So, where the problem is, that's where the answer is, well, that's where the resolution is. So, you see, you don't have to, there's the problem, now what should I do? And sort that out. No, there's the problem, how does it feel? The jitter uh, takes support from the embodiment, holds its ground. Dukkha has to be understood, has to be open to, from a stable place. If you can't find a stable place, it's not going to happen. You're just going to get spun around. So first thing is stable place. You know, I'm not saying that's a particular piece of physical territory. I just say find a stable place. The that is you—it's it's your, it's your inquiry, yeah. It's not a thought though. Mm-hmm. Find a stable place. In a stable place. You can evoke it. Yeah. Say, for example, you know, life is unsatisfactory. Duke has to be understood. All things must pass. Um, you know these these are slogans, and they're there to remind us, you know, not to be alarmed, or by the stress that's occurring, and then to be able to. This is what we, this is our what needs to be related to in order to unplug it, to let it release, find a stable place. Don't find an answer, don't seek an answer, seek the stable place and relationship. Chitta is a relational heart, how to be with one's unresolved experience, stress, sorrow. Confusion Well, goodwill and compassion would be useful, wouldn't it? Equanimity would be good Mm. Can the jitta be encouraged to open itself in these directions? So, summary, we dismantle the complex scenario of people, the past and the future, and this, that and the other, to get back to the fundamental welling up in the citta, the direct experience, mm, away from the conceived to the direct. However accurate in the way the conceived is, it's still not going to get us to the end of suffering direct experience, I feel hurt, there is hurt, or there is the unresolved, then, stable place, when the citta experiences steady, steadying stability, and using your embodiment to support that, Encouraging relationship. So in this encouraging relationship. You can use terms like, uh, "How are you with that?" or "What is needed?" Just questions asking the jitta to show up and respond. Hmm. What's helpful now? Not how to make things go away. That's not relationship. That's a dismissal. We don't you know when we open, we don't want things to go away. We want them to find the place where they can say what they have to say, be released. and you be there, according to your capacity, for as long as it takes. Some things have to be said, felt, bunged up stuff that we haven't allowed ourselves to feel because we didn't have the capacity. Too distressing, didn't have the capacity to allow it. Maybe now there is the capacity, something has to be felt not always pleasant what does it need? it needs to be felt allowed Not adopted, not taken, not allowing oneself to be taken over by it. Not making a person out of it. This is the human heart. Hmm. things seem quiet and being with that things can change quite suddenly and shift sometimes you feel just really dizzy or tired particularly when there is an emotional release you know, suddenly you know, the pressure drops and oof okay Energy is a powerful phenomenon. Emotional energy is very powerful and very much identified with. But it's not a person. Mm. So depending on what seems important or pertinent, is time. You know, this time. Uh, this exercise we're in a way encouraging or touching into a process of clearing karma, clearing inheritance, clearing results, clearing the accumulations of our lives. And also investigation can be taken in another direction. Investigating um, the uh, mm, almost the foundations of our reality or our experience, mm, which seems to be a person, person located in space and time, mm, encased in a body, or being a body, moving, walking, standing, sitting, and going somewhere else tomorrow and having been somewhere yesterday. This person seems such a natural default that you investigate what is this? When it moves, what moves? Does the person move? Or is it just particular sets of sensations arise that are interpreted that way? Mm. Did a person exist in the past or is that just the process called memory? Mm. Picking up and triggered by poignant, delightful, amusing, sorrowful phenomena in the heart. Mm. Is there a person who has to do something or is there a sense of motivation, desire, obligation, That arises. So we just start to investigate phenomena as they actually are. So you can take it in that direction, and for the next um, 30 minutes, period of time, you want to do walking, standing, sitting, either these two bases, either, you know, just karmic obstructions arising. Challenge those. Use those obstructions to train your thinking mind. That's what obstructions are for. They're great teachers. You can't think your way out of it. So they really help you to change your thinking mind. Thinking mind will drive you crazy. You're going to temper it into investigation. Or, feeling pretty much okay, great. Then it's a great time to who's this? Who walks, who sits, who sees, where does that where does that person arise from? How does that happen? Dhamma Vijaya, investigating phenomena as they are. So that's enough talking.